the speed. Nassikawa's having an extreme ass corner. Has thrown in the towel. This fight hasn't even gone a full round. And Nasukawa's corner has thrown in the towel and said, that is enough. is officially in the books it was supposed to be in the t-mobile arena in las vegas nevada usa however it did not occur in las vegas it happened at the inglewood form the fabulous form located in inglewood california is because john jones had a picogram of a picogram in his system that somehow got uh increased in his system and it showed up randomly after, uh, what, a year, a year and a half, and it randomly dissolved into his body, or so they say, and his levels went up. They did not decrease. I have no comment on that. I'm not a scientist. Victor Conti of Balco fame, uh, the guy who went after Barry Bonds all those years, I believe, he says it is impossible, and another uh, another guy involved in Balco said it was impossible as well. That's what their experts say. Of course, Dana White says he has his experts and it is what it is. But I just got to say, after Saturday night, we not, we all know that John Jones is picogram per picogram the best fighter in the world. Look, John Jones was the main event of the evening. And that's where I'm going to start. John Jones came out. He was actually in his locker room. He was soaking in the good music. He paid his dues. He's, he was listening to some queens, some We Are the Champions. And they cut to his locker room, right? And John Jones is doing his uh, angel spin. He's got his hands out like he's the Andrew Bynum uh, glitch in NBA Live demo. For people who don't know that, shout out to all my gamers who remember that. He just had his hands out like he was Jesus. And he started spinning. He hit the poor security guard right in the face. Ba-pow! And I think he hit him multiple times. And that security guard did not know what to do. John Jones's coach had to come and save the day. Had to move him out of the way. And just John Jones was visualizing. And he was in his zone. He ran out of there. And boy, that dude was looking, Lee was looking jacked. He looked like he was 240 pounds, ready to go and fight for the heavyweight championship of the world. Meanwhile, Alexander Gustafson looked like he was off for a year and a half. The body was not up to T, what Alexander Gustafson looked like in the first fight or what he looked like against Cormier. That's what happens after a long layoff. So we get to the fight and John Jones is looking away. He's doing his thing and then they touch gloves. The fight begins and John Jones dominated this fight. There's no other way to put it. John Jones wasn't the best looking John Jones I've seen, but he came out and dominated every single second of that fight. And in the third, he blitzed him. In the third, he went for the takedown again. He tried, he tried, he went to the well once again in the third round. Keep in mind, he didn't land a takedown the first two rounds of any significance. John Jones finally took him down and he held him down for more than 30 seconds. 30 seconds, rather. And he said in his post-fight press conference that if he kept Gustafson down for longer than 30 seconds, he concedes the position. That's what happened. And John Jones did the opposite of what fighters usually do. Usually fighters use punches to open up the choke. John Jones used the choke to open up the punches, and then he started throwing the bombs. These were John Jones. These John Jones punches did not exist in the first two rounds. John Jones went full metal. He had his game breaker coat on, and bam, 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 the fight was over. John Jones 
is now the new UFC light heavyweight champion. John Jones, when he's on, he's on. I want John Jones coked up, ladies and gentlemen. I want John Jones fully partying to the gills. That is the best John Jones will ever see. The John Jones versus OSP was the worst version of John Jones. Okay, I'm sorry, John, it was. But you still won every minute of that fight and dominated it to a decision. This fight was your second worst performance of all time. And John Jones dominated all three rounds and finished him in the third round via strikes. Okay, John Jones is the Barry Bonds of MMA. He when he, he is so good. So what if he's got a little juice? So what if he does a little coke? He likes to party. Hey, man, if you want to fight for a living, you got to have a little something, something loose, I think. You got to have a screw loose to fight, to want to sign up to take punches for a living. And John Jones is the best light heavyweight in the world. Now Daniel Cormier is out here talking. John Jones looked a little slow. That's what he said. He said John Jones should have a head start. Thanks to all this Taruna ball in his system. Taruna ball has been around, if I'm even pronouncing it right, he's been around for a very long time. And look, John Jones, his brothers both pop for steroids in the NFL. And the NFL has the highest grade steroids. You know, money buys that stuff, okay? And they got a lot of money and they got all the connections. So I'm not going to make any more accusations about John Jones. You see what happened to that lady in the, in, the, uh, in the media room? She got chewed out by John. However, he did apologize to her at the afterward, after the fight. Nevertheless, I don't want to be uh, staring uh, down the barrel of John Jones. He's a scary individual. He's the undisputed light heavyweight champion, and I want him to fight Daniel Cormier at heavyweight. Look, we've already seen the light heavyweight championship twice, okay? We've seen him fight twice at 205, and, it, and, we, and the, the result was the same. John Jones came out on top, but via decision in the first fight, and in the rematch, he finished him in the third round, just like he finished Alexander Gustafsson. Got to be for the heavyweight championship of the world. John Jones can become the champ champ. And what he would say is a legit champ champ. I got to see it, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to happen in my books. John Jones versus Daniel Cormier for the for the undisputed heavyweight championship. But I predicted about three episodes ago that Brock Lesnar is going to beat Daniel Cormier come March. And then Brock Lesnar versus John Jones in Madison Square Garden would be the biggest pay-per-view other than Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, and GSP. Really, you take away their three stars who are retired or semi-retired or not the same anymore. Brock Lesnar, John Jones, big money in Madison Square Garden. Let's talk the women's fight because that's a big money fight as well. And that could be a big money rematch and a big money trilogy. Folks, nobody picked my girl Amanda Nunes except my guy Ty Stover on Twitter. He picked... Amanda Nunes to win this fight. And look, I picked Chris Cyborg to win. Cyborg was the bigger girl, the more accomplished fighter, uh, pound for pound, the best female in the world. And, and you know what? Amanda Nunes had to put on some weight. She looked a little puffy. It didn't matter because Amanda Nunes hits like a Mack truck. She hits like a man. She will put men out cold. She'll, she will rock me. Amanda Nunes is a beast on the feet. And you know what? These two Brazilian women went at it. This was a street fight in a cage. It was a street fight on a Saturday night, as Chael Sonnen would say. And Cyborg and Nunes met in the middle, and Nunes clocked her. It was a, it was it was a counterfest by Amanda Nunes landing big shots, a left hook, and the overhand hook. And you know what? Chris Cyborg does not have a back pedal. She does not have a reverse. She stood there and she wanted to trade blow by blow, even though she kept getting caught. She stood there and kept trying to trade and hit Nunes. And you know what? She landed a little on Nunes. But Nunes' counter punching is unbelievable. And if you look at Amanda Nunes, 
She always she, she always finishes people on the feet, except Valentina Shevchenko. We'll get to her in a second. Back to this fight. Chris Cyborg didn't have any answers for the punches of Amanda Nunes, and in the end, the overhand rights did Chris Cyborg in, and Amanda Nunes finishes Cyborg and becomes the first female champ champ in UFC history. Unbelievable fight. 51 seconds is all it took for Amanda Nunes to win this fight. And, you know, shout out to Amanda Nunes. She's the first female champ champ in history. She's the first openly gay champion in UFC history. She's a mark. They got to put a lot of marketing behind this girl, okay? I know Dana says, ah, you know, we, we, we try to market her. Look, you got to put her in some movie roles, put her in a Metro PCS commercial, some Toyo tires. Got to get something for my girl, Amanda Nunes. Great fight. Great job, Amanda Nunes. And on the, uh, on the other side, Chris Cyborg finally takes an L on MMA. Crazy to see she got knocked out in the first round. It happens to the best of them, okay? And look, Chris Cyborg took it with class. She congratulated Amanda Nunes. Chris Cyborg has, has been said, I never met her. She's been, they, they say she's one of the nicest people in MA, and I hope to see her. Uh, if I remember in Orange County, I hope to come by and see her gym and see her women's self defense course that I saw on YouTube. It looks great. Uh, and I'm sure she'll let me in. But back to the fight. There has to be a rematch in this fight. I know Dana White is not too keen on the rematch. Look, Chris Cyborg deserves a rematch. It's her first L. It's her first knockout in mixed martial arts. And look, Cain Velasquez got knocked out in the first round, and he got an immediate rematch. Joanna Jones-Jakechik got knocked out and got an immediate rematch. Of course, Ronda Rousey got knocked out and did not get an immediate rematch. She was like, yeah, you know what? I'm good for I'm good with all that. I would favor Cyborg in the rematch, actually, just so I get a trilogy fight. That way, that that plays out all of 2019. You could do the rematch. That One of those matches has to happen in Brazil. Perhaps the third fight if it happens, but the second fight will probably be the co-main uh, on a big fight card, maybe in April when Brock Lesnar and John and uh, Daniel Cormier rather go at it for the heavyweight championship. Man, crazy stuff. I was in shock. I couldn't believe what I was seeing when that with that Cyborg and Nunes fight. And then Nunes celebrating. She jumped on the cage. She's the champ champ. I, I, I'm i still in shock. That was an amazing fight. Rest of the card. Look, Carlos Condit got uh, one arm Kimura. And I don't know what's going on with Carlos Condit. He's lost five in a row. I don't know what to say. I don't know what's next for him. I, I wish him all the best. Maybe he should fight uh, Johnny Hendricks somewhere uh, on an island uh, in New Year's Eve or something. I don't know. But I love Carlos Condit. Natural born killer. Interim welterweight champion. And a good all-around fighter. Seems like a good all-around guy. Tough loss for him. BJ Penn for some reason is still fighting. I want BJ Penn to retire for real this time. I'm a hard, I'm a hardcore BJ Penn man. Look, when I see him fighting like this, fighting Ryan Hall and getting tapped out for the first time in his MMA career, it makes me really, really sad. Okay, because I grew up watching BJ Penn destroy people. He destroyed Sean Shurkin and licked his blood. Beat Kenny Florian. Beat uh, didn't beat Frankie Edgar, but uh, fought all the dudes. Fought everybody. It was a great champion. Um. And a great guy for the sport and just an awesome guy to listen to. He was an awesome coach on the Ultimate Fighter, too. He was hilarious. And his ears were a signature. I mean, he just has this giant coconut head. He just takes punches like nothing. Shout out to BJ Penn. He was fighting on the undercard on, this, on, the, on the fight pass? No, no, no. On the FS1? He was fighting on FS1. Didn't even want to watch it. Uriah Hall won his fight. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Uriah Hall for dedicating his fight to his sister, who's battling different things. And you know what? Uriah Hall seemed like a good dude, a very nice guy. Good on you, Uriah Hall. And a great fight also, putting on a great fight for free. And that was the UFC 232 card. I cannot wait for this year of fights, folks. Let's talk Tokyo, ladies and gentlemen. Floyd Mayweather 
versus Tension. I, I think his last name is Nakamura, but I don't want to be rude and call him Nakamura because, you know, it's a wrestler's name and I, that's the only name I can think of and it sounds good calling somebody Tension Nakamura. But Tension versus Floyd Money Mayweather. Floyd got $9 million. He got $9 million for three rounds of sparring. My man Floyd came in looking a little puffy. He was not exactly training for uh, Manny Pacquiao here. He, he was chilling. It didn't count for anything. Didn't go on the record. It didn't count. But they get in the ring, and Floyd Mayweather is clearly much more than 147 pounds. And Tenshin Nakamura is supposed to be about 125 pounds, give or take. That's his division. You could see the size difference right, right away. Uh, Floyd Mayweather just walked right through these punches and just started battering Ram. Uh, tension, just bang, bang, bang. Now, I don't want to accuse Japanese New Year's Eve fight promotions uh, of doing any uh, circusry or, uh, you know, fixing fights or anything. It's not like that's been an issue in the past with Pride and the Yakuza and Dream and Bryzen and all this other stuff. But this man, Tension, got hit by Floyd Mayweather. You, you, you would think Tyson in his prime was hitting Tension. Okay, Tension was getting rocked by these punches, and he flew. Okay, go watch this fight on YouTube. Tension was selling more than The Rock was selling in WrestleMania in 1999. That, that is a competition right there. Put these two side by side. Put, put, first, put The Rock. Okay, there's The Rock. And then now put Tension flying from Floyd. Look at that. I mean, that is, a, that is grade A selling right there by Tension. You know that check was piping hot and ready, waiting for him when he exited the ring and into his locker room. He's probably going back to the penthouse in Tokyo and celebrating New Year's the right way. And Floyd collects a check. He's going to hop back on his jet. And he's going to head back to Vegas. Good for Floyd. Master marketer. Master businessman. Good on him. Fight was never going to count. Now, Floyd Mayweather is 2-1 and one in uh, not non-sanctioned, uncounting matches. He's He has beaten tension in Japan. He has beaten the big show at WrestleMania, and he lost a sparring session to Spotafora a very long time ago when Floyd was very out of shape. So that's pretty much it. So I expect Floyd to do another one of these. I want Floyd to do a WrestleMania. They should you need to do Floyd versus Connor in a steel cage match at WrestleMania. Uh, somehow the big show will be involved, and Connor McGregor will have to find somebody. Unless Connor McGregor is paired with the big show, Floyd will probably go and get Mark Henry or Bobby Lashley. And then Leo Rush will be there bouncing around for no reason. But he's hilarious. And Leo Rush is uh, one of my guys. He's on the Brate bus. So shout out to Leo. And that's all I got to say about that, man. Japanese New Year's Eve fights. If you're, if you're new to this, it's a circus. All the New Year's Eve fights in Japan are always a circus. It's their freak shows. I, I don't know if Bob Sapp's there. He's probably there ready to tap for a check. And, and yeah, I don't. that's pretty much it. Go watch this fight. Go watch Ryzen 14. It's, uh, it's an interesting thing to say the least. Very interesting Japanese shows. I think they had a guy wrestle a blow-up doll one time. It's all pretty wild. And I think Mirko Krokop knocked out Alberto Del Rio on New Year's Eve, too, uh, for all the wrestling guys and pride guys out there. That's all I got to say about that. Floyd Money Mayweather doing his thing. I can't wait to go to his gym. I cannot wait to interview all the PBC fighters like Badu Jack, who was rooting Alexander Gustafsson. I didn't even say get, Gustafsson. I got to give his name some justice, damn it. De definitely want to talk to Devin Haney who's got a big fight coming up. He's a big prospect, big money guy. Uh, and, of course, Tank. i got to talk about Javante Davis. He's fighting February 9th 